I'm Phil Rickaby, and I am a writer and performer, and I'm also an introvert. I'm Jess McCauley, and I am a theater maker, and I am also an introvert, and this is the Introvert's Guide to... On the Introvert's Guide 2, we talk about the introvert life and how to live it to the fullest. We'll choose a topic and discuss it, as well as try to find other helpful hints on social media and on the internet at large. If you want to drop us a line, we would love to hear from you. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at introvertguide2, the number two, and you can find the website at introvertsguide2.com. If you want to send us a message, you can do that through the website, or you can email us at introvertsguide2stuff at gmail.com. And remember, we may use your questions or comments on an upcoming episode of The Introvert's Guide to. And if you like the podcast and you listen on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving a comment and a five-star rating. Your comments and ratings help new people find the show. But even better, whether you listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, if you know someone that might like The Introvert's Guide too, tell them about it. Some of our favorite podcasts became our favorites because someone we know told us about them. So we got an email, and we get emails, but this was an email that I thought that we should address. This is from a listener, and the email says, This has been bothering me recently. My sister messaged me and said she got a message from one of my old high school friends on Facebook who wants my sister to pass along her number to me. I'm not on Facebook and prefer not to be in touch with anyone from high school. Sidebar, I hear you. I'm not interested in having a relationship with this old friend at all. We were friends in high school over 20 years ago and have very different lives now. I prefer to be alone and I don't want people in my bubble. She's an extrovert and will want to hang out and talk on the phone all the time and always needs someone to talk to for her troublesome boyfriend issues and life problems if she got my number. I'm just not interested in this as I've been there and done that with her before. I told my sister just to ignore the message from this girl and not write her back on Facebook because I don't want to be annoyed by her. I prefer not to have anyone calling or texting me because I don't like being bugged when I get a phone. I because I prefer not to have anyone calling or texting me because I feel like I'm being bugged when I get a phone call. Is this okay? I feel like I'm being a bitch, but I prefer to just go to work, garden, do my own thing and not be involved with any people from high school. Is this okay? First of all, I absolutely understand. I too do not want a blast from the past. <laughs> I am okay leaving high school where it was, which was over a decade ago. I feel like it can go either way. Either we're th- either our instinct is right. This person has not changed. They're going to be the exact same person we knew, or maybe they have changed. Maybe life has moved on for them too, and they'd like to just reconnect. But I feel like as introverts, we do need to protect ourselves, especially when it comes to people that want something. I feel like somebody from our past wants to reconnect after all these years. I feel like they want something. And I'm not just talking about the MLM marketing, like, hey, girl, how's it going? Boy, have I got an investment for you. 
boss babe. Like, but it's just a, I feel as though there's something they emotionally want from me that I can't offer right now. That's immediately where my mind goes. You know, there's first I'm going to jump in. I'm going to say, no, you're not a bitch for not wanting to connect with this friend. <laughs> not Hands at all. down. You are not a bitch. First off, you get to control who you're in contact with and who your friends are. If you don't want to connect with this person, you don't have to connect with this person. It, it's it's worth noting that I think all of us at some point hit a point where we have this nostalgia for moments in high school. Maybe there are people that we think, you know, I liked that person, whatever happened to them or things like that. And it's okay to try to seek them out and try to see what happens. But again, they don't owe you connection. And we do move on from high school. We move on to a point where, where, you know, most of us move on from high school and we're done. We've done that and we don't need to go back there. The danger with going with, with getting back in touch with somebody from high school can be that that's what they want the relationship to be. That's what they want to talk about. They want to reminisce and they want to be back where they were. And that's, especially if you've moved on, that's completely uninteresting. And I feel like those types of people forget that other people's lives are bigger than they are. They're bigger than their wants and needs, especially if it's been so many years since, you know, since your teenage years, really. And I mean, sorry, who wants to return to those awkward years? I personally do not. I'm okay with that. But again, we forget that other people have, they have had jobs, multiple, maybe they've been to maybe post-secondary they've, they have met new people. They're not the same person anymore. And that's why I have to question those motives. To me, it's less about questioning the motive. Well, I guess it's a little bit because why is this? Per it's one thing if somebody is like, hey, I'm curious about how they're going. Could you put me in touch with them? I'm not sure who's doing the pushing here because are you as the writer of this email, are you being are you being a people pleaser? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like the pressure is the something you're putting on yourself or is your sister pushing you to get in contact? Is this person repeatedly asking if that's the case? If the person is 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 pushing and asking, then definitely you probably don't want want this rekindled relationship because it sounds like somebody who wants they definitely want something you are not able to give or interested in giving. So it's, it's certainly a, a position of, of, of man, you know, if you're not feeling the nostalgia for high school, don't, don't feed somebody else's nostalgia for what was, you know, and, and on that note as well, if somebody from my past is curious as to how I'm doing and I'm not on Facebook, I find it unsettling that they went to a family member to seek me out. I, and, and that's, and that's where the, I'm a little wary about it. You know, if somebody, and again, if someone reached out to me and I am on Facebook and they just ask, Hey, how are you? How's life? You know, what have you been up to? And that's it. And we have a great conversation. Then they ask, maybe, do you want to go for a coffee? Then I take it from there because I'm in control of the situation, but it sounds as though the writer of the email may have been 
either is being cornered or is self-cornering because of a previous hurt from this. And the relationship does not sound at all healthy <laughs> to me. No, no, no. I mean, there's a little bit more to the email that, that, that I've cut out just for time and for, for privacy reasons. But there's a person that has, it sounds like the, that connection with her in the past has taken over their life. And that's that's not a place that, it's clear she doesn't want to go back there. Right. Absolutely. It sounds as though this person sees you as somebody that will... I don't want to say will accept being the the sounding board. You, that's just who you are. But it sounds as though they see something in you that they can take advantage of. And I don't know what sort of boundaries maybe were set in place previously, but you are at a point in your life where you know what you want. You You have your hobbies. You have your partner. You have the relationships that are worth nurturing. That enough is a boundary yeah. to me. That That's enough. Yeah. Now, Jess, if this is a reference that the younger people won't get, please let me know. But don't be Veronica Sawyer to somebody else's Heathers. <laughs> okay. See, I'm going to get that. And I feel as though the younger generation will because the Heathers is a very popular musical now. Okay. Yes. Yes, it is. I was. That's why I was hoping that that, that, that would carry through. Back in my day, there was Ramona Ryder. <laughs> Back in my day, we had a movie called Heather. Jess, have you have you ever had somebody from high school reach out or have you broken off contact with somebody from high school? I'm glad you asked because it actually happened recently. <laughs> okay, I had a friend back in elementary school and we transitioned into high school together and I never understood the relationship for really what it was until I grew up. But it took my mom, it took my sister and another friend to point out that this relationship isn't right. There's something, there's a bit of a power imbalance in this relationship and not, and that was not set in those words. We did not have that vocabulary when I was a teenager and coming into my twenties, but Something happened. We got in a rift. We just, we, we didn't talk anymore. We revisited a relationship a little bit down the road. A couple, few years had passed and we went for a coffee and we tried to make the relationship work again. And then I noticed exactly what my family was talking about. There was that sense of judgment. There was a little bit of, of, of a bully attitude in there that I felt I needed to preserve this relationship because of our past, because of our history. I owed this to this person. And when we had a final falling out, I promised myself that was it. If this person reaches out, I'm I'm not giving them anything more than that. And sure enough, they reached out a yeah. few years later. It was back in 2017 they reached out. And I had nothing to say other than being very, like, I go... I take it one step further. I can't ghost like that. I or I shouldn't. It's not mm. ghosting. It's not ghosting. But it was certainly. I feel bad ignoring. But I, I was very cordial. It was very yeah. much a thank you. I hope you're doing well too. They reached out a couple weeks ago and said, "Congratulations on on the pregnancy." And all I said was just thank you, with a period. That's big for me to not include an emoji. Oh. That's big. I know growth, right? <laughs> <laughs> the interesting thing that I think is relationships with people we knew in high school are in some ways similar to relationships we have 
with parental figures. With our parents, we have a tendency to fall into old familiar patterns that have been ingrained since we were children, even when we don't mean to, even when we're like, we're fully grown up. All it will take is like one phrase from a mother or father, and we are suddenly children again. With people that we knew in high school, we often regress to the relationships that we had when we were in high school, especially if there's been no no time between, no growth between, right? There's been nothing there. I There are a few people. I'm on Facebook. I have been in connection with some people from high school. That 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 list has been whittled down over the years as I discover that that I've grown. They haven't. They still have too much of a small time, small town mindset. Some of them revealed their racist tendencies, and that was a one way ticket to get out of here town and that sort of thing. So that's those are those are those are gone. And, and that list, I mean, the list of people has has been has dwindled. And there's only really a few people that are on my friends list who I knew when I was in high school, just because after a certain while, I had to think, is there anything that this interaction that we're having, if I even if I if I don't actually see their posts on Facebook anymore, because the algorithm has decided that they're not going to show them to me. And if if the relationship even on Facebook is giving nothing, then then I just it's time to let it go. And on that note, if and when we do decide that we're okay with reintroducing these people back into our lives, I have to question what we allow into our lives at that point. What am I allowing right now? And is this person from my past, have they been a part of my growth? Or is it just pure curiosity? Is it just being nosy? Is it just wanting to have more to fill something? Like, what is it exactly that I'm allowing back into my life? And that's what I have to wonder when we allow ourselves to go to coffee with these people. You know, the thing is that a coffee is is very low stakes and it's not an ongoing thing. Sometimes, just like a first date, you can go and you can sit down for coffee and then find out that like, hey, no, I don't like you anymore or whatever it is. But like, I think curiosity is valid. Sometimes these are people that we knew in high school. And there's a curiosity about like, who have they become? How have they grown? Did they grow? I hope they grew. You know, there's all these little things and, and we can, we can certainly explore that and find that out, but we don't owe them a relationship beyond that initial, like, Oh, Hey, great seeing you. Great meeting you. Nice to have coffee. We owe them nothing after that. It's just, we can have our curiosity meeting, but we're not suddenly friends again. I would also like to point out as somebody who has a hard time feeling mean, and I, and I'm using that in quotation marks, who has a very hard time saying, no, I don't want to be. And as the writer put it of the email, I don't want to be a bitch, but here's the thing. It takes a long time to accept the fact that we don't owe anybody those explanations. And Mm -hmm. I also want to take it a step further of If you want to know if your mindset toward this person is quote unquote correct and you're not being a bitch, change the mindset. Instead of saying things like, oh, I don't like, I don't don't want to have more friends and I, I have an issue already holding down relationships. I don't want this person in my life. 
let's change the mindset to, you know, something I recognize that my cup is full. My world is satisfied and I have these relationships that I have cultivated already. Do I have, do I have more room? Do I have enough spoons for this person? Mm. We haven't talked about the spoon theory in a long time. No, we haven't. We haven't. And if I do allow this person back into my life, am I going to be able to set the appropriate boundaries for them? Listen, and that's the thing. And, and, and it can be very difficult. Like I said, sometimes we fall into those old relationships and it sounds like that's something that the writer of this email is afraid of, that they're going mm-hmm. to find themselves falling back into that old relationship and they're going to have this person calling them and calling them and, and eventually they're going to block them, which will make them feel like a bitch, mm-hmm. quote unquote, a bitch. But <laughs> it's, listen, we all, once we are, have the life that we want and a life that we like, if we are not interested in connecting with that person from high school, then we don't have to connect with that person from high school. Especially if we're not able to see if we if we're pretty sure there has been no growth. It's a little easier for me because I, you know, I am on Facebook. And so what I'm more likely to get is a friend request from somebody and I might accept it and then look at their profile and see what they're posting and then either keep them as a friend or unfriend them really quickly because what does it matter? It's just Facebook. Okay, that's risky. Accepting them and then do a quick scan then unfriend. What? What? Well, how is that risky? I would not want them to get the notification that, you know, Jess Gorman, Jess Gorman Macaulay has like accepted your friend request. And then like five minutes later, they see Ad as a friend. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, you got to get, got to, got to, got to, got to get a little bravery there. Sometimes you just got to, Got a signal to somebody that they're a shit person. <laughs> I, you know what? I think I need you to take over my Facebook for a week. <laughs> I rarely do I post on Facebook anymore, but like, I just feel as though, you know what you need to do? You need to Marie Kondo my Facebook list. Listen, you literally, if you're going to do that, it's very simple. We've spoken about this before. You have to go to the friends list. And go through each name and ask if this person gives you joy. (laughs) And if the person or the relationship or their posts do not bring you joy. I did that recently already. I mean, just with our given political climate, separate issue. But like, just given that, I've definitely had to make a few removals. But that is neither here nor there. (laughs) Part of the problem with, like for me, I know that I, I, when I post... I tend to post things for friends only. Mm-hmm. I know some people are like, my life's an open book. I'm putting everything public and everybody can view. And I'm like, not one of those people. So if, if I might not know that somebody is a terrible person from their public post, because maybe all they, all I can see is maybe a profile picture from 10 years ago when they joined Facebook or something. And then you've got to, so the only way to find out is to accept that friend request. And then maybe it says something about me. Maybe I am a bitch. And I feel like I need to say that with two syllables because it might be a bigger thing. Maybe I am a bitch, but I don't mind accepting a friend request 
seeing that either we have nothing in common and their posts don't interest me and I don't give a shit and then just deleting their friend, the like unfriending them. I don't mind doing that. Maybe that says something about, about me. If you'd like to analyze that, I don't know. I don't think that says anything about you. I think that's my own anxiety of like the, I've deleted this person. And then two minutes later, seeing the messenger notification pop up saying you have a message from them. And it's like, that's that is such a but you don't have to answer that message either i know <laughs> there's a there's a oh there's gosh. a like you can like you don't have to if there's a reason yep. why you unfriended them you don't need to 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 foster that I feel like I need to repeat that back. I do not have to respond back. <laughs> Correct. You don't. And that's the magic of, of messages like that. You don't have to respond. And, and the fact that we think that we do is a habit that we developed from AOL Instant Messenger or MSN Messenger or ICQ back oh. in the day or whatever it was that we used when we were, in, when we were young and using, using these chat things for the first time. That's where these th- these things come from. Oh, I have to respond back. What will they think if I don't? And and the truth of the matter is, we're too old for that now. Like, come I, on. we really are. We really <laughs> are. <laughs> I kind of forget. Does mess did MSN have the red receipts on it? No, no, I don't think so. Oh, I don't man. remember. What a wake up call when uh, text messages had red receipts, right? Just brutal. <laughs> You know, the only advantage to when I, I had my brief period of time on an Android phone was the Android phone at the time didn't have a read receipt. So oh. you couldn't see that it had been read. That's sort of like a, a a messenger thing. Or I know BlackBerry did the same thing, that that sort of stuff. So you like there was no way to know. But right. now I think most things do have it. And it's just, you know, whatever. But you know that relieving somebody on red—that is a—that is a—that's uh, a statement too. That is too. Yep, that's a complete sentence. If I ever did say so myself, yes, indeed, it is. It is a complete <laughs> sentence. Um, I guess. Uh, here's a, here's a question, Jess. Did your high school mm-hmm. have a reunion? Have what? Sorry, a reunion. No. No, I am a part of the Facebook group, <laughs> they, but it includes a lot of years though, not, mm-hmm. not just my graduating year. And I always like seeing the folks that stayed in the hometown, what they're doing, they're posting some nice stuff. And I have yet to do that because again, I don't post much on social media guys. I want to, but then I start and I'm like, ah, what am I doing? And then I know as a, as a, as a theater artist, that is, I'm missing out on a tool here, but I have asked myself if I would go to a reunion, I would not. No. Hmm. Would you? Well, here's, here's my complication. I spent the bulk of my high school years in one high school. But then I only needed a certain number of credits and I, my, there was an idea that we were going to be moving out of the town and they figured that it, maybe I should get those credits in the first half of the year. So I had to change this from a school that had a year long uh, schedule 
to a schedule that to a school that had just like a, a one semester and then it's second semester of, of classes so that I could fit all of the classes that I needed to finish my diploma in that other school. So that means that the school that I enjoyed going to, which was the first one, I would not be invited to the reunion because I didn't graduate from there. The other school that I did go to and I finished, I had such a miserable time with that school. There's no fucking way I would go to that school. And I was only there for one semester. So what the fuck do I care about going to that, that reunion? I don't remember a single person from that school. Oh yeah, absolutely not. Like I, I I went to one high school. I loved it. It was great. But I was one of those people that like floated around different groups. I had my close group of friends in like maybe grade 11 and 12, but those are the ones I needed to let go of. (laughs) And coming, bringing my husband to meet these people that I, you know, shared a classroom with is, I just don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I don't know what to say to you. What have I been up to? I, I don't, a lot. (laughs) Probably you have too. You know, I think that for me, if I had, if there had been a reunion that I was invited to from the first school, I might've gone to that mostly out of curiosity. Mm -hmm. What are people doing? How have they grown? How many are fatter than me? How many are, you know, whatever, like how many (laughs) of the people who were cool are now not cool? All of them. I'm the only cool one left. I'm sure I wasn't cool in high school, but I'm going to tell myself that I am. Sure. You tell yourself that, I do tell myself that my mom says I'm cool. Um, yeah. 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 But it would only be like a curiosity thing. It's not, I wouldn't give a shit about me telling them what I was doing. Cause what I'm doing, like it has no meaning to them. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a this, I'm not a that who gives a shit. I'm doing the things that I want to do. Um, mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be going back to be like, see what I've become. I'm a big shot now. I would just be going because I would want to see what they were doing. But mm-hmm. I don't care enough. Right. I, yeah, that's just it. I don't care enough. Facebook is so open these days. I mean, a lot of people, I've been curious. I've definitely gone looking to see what someone was yeah. up to. Sure. Absolutely. But past that point, I don't think the reunion is necessary. Do people even do high school reunions anymore? I no idea. Because I, because I missed mine. I don't know. I'm sure that they do. At least I only know what they show in movies, right? <laughs> movies and TV shows. So do they do they? Because you know, I never went to one, and I don't. I don't give a shit enough to find out. So for all I know, I have to assume that schools are still doing reunions, and that people are still showing up. Not during COVID times, of course, but that it's a right. thing that happens. It's the like the ten year reunion, the twenty year reunion, all that shit, you know. But like, I'm not the person I was in high school and there are very few people. This is going to sound so cold, but it's true. There are very few people that I went with to high school with that. I give a shit to know about and I'm already mm-hmm. friends with them on Facebook yeah. or I was friends with them in Facebook and maybe they're gone now, but yeah, no, I, I think, I, Oh my gosh, there is nobody left from high school on my Facebook. I, have a couple. I mean, I have, you got a couple. I got a couple. Yeah. I got a couple. Cause they, they've, they've, They've grown, they've become, you know, people who don't still live in this small town or in this small area. They're not fucking racists and they're not terrible people. So mm-hmm. those, those, anybody who, who, who has been 
one of those things, they're gone. Like I don't, right. we don't, we don't play around here. So right. um, again, I've mentioned before my, the Mary Condoing of my list. And some of those people went not because they're terrible people, but just because they don't bring me joy on Facebook. I, right. when I see their name in the list of friends, I'm like, eh. and if that's the, re- that's the reaction, they're gone because it's my list of friends and people that I want to call friends, friends, whatever Facebook is. But I want, I want those people to be people that I connect with and whose posts are things that I look forward to. And if I don't, I have no reason to keep them. And just to bring it back to our, our, our dear writer of the email, as someone who does not have Facebook, it sounds as though you have already Marie kondo your life. It sounds as though you have it to where you need it to be. And I think you have your answer if you're this concerned over it. I mean, I know at the beginning I had said, you never know, this person might have changed. But ultimately, there is still too much worry to go back into that. That if you ran into this person at a high school reunion, if you went, I don't know, are you going to be happy to run into them? Probably not. what's, What's kind of interesting is if you really wanted to know if they've changed. You're not on Facebook, but your sister is. And you could peruse this person's profile. I'm sure from what you've described that they are probably one of those people who has all their posts out in the open. So you can learn what you need to know probably from their from their profile. And maybe, I mean, that's if you're all curious, but it sounds like you're not. So again, you don't owe people your time. Mm-hmm. And one other thing I also want to point out is something I've been reflecting on when I think uh, when I think about this email. I've been thinking a lot about relationships not as people coming in and out of my life. I more so think about them now as a spectrum. There are people that are going to be my my lifers, those are the ones they're here such as I guess my husband. I guess you know, maybe he counts as a lifer. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that goes. I mean, chances are good at this point. <laughs> he's going to be in your life for a very long time. I Signs are pointing toward yes. So, and then, I, you know, I've got. <laughs> <laughs> pointing towards yes. <laughs> You're pretty close to pushing out a baby. So signs, yes, are pointing towards yes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the pregnancy really brought us close together. <laughs> it, really, it really does. It really does solidify things. If you were, if you were at all like, does he really like me? Then you're pretty sure now. At this point, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but I've got <laughs> Steve. If you're listening, we're all good, buddy. We're good. <laughs> buddy. Um, but then I've got <laughs> buddy. I know, I know. We're really cute <laughs> with our pet names. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. oh my gosh we're not gonna call him babe like right on here like okay maybe i will i don't know we just did it but i have got my my family i've got my best friends i've got my wonderful circle of the secondary close friends and it just moves through the spectrum of me not being afraid to call somebody who i've known for years an acquaintance because that's where they fall on the spectrum and and it just goes to show all the different levels of how intimately I want to know this person. And instead of seeing people coming and going, honestly, seeing that as a spectrum and what they add to my growth has made me feel a little bit more reassured in 
my life and where I want it to go. And I think you sound pretty confident in where your life is. And I don't think there's anything bitchy about that. No, there's something to be admired about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I do feel like the idea of Facebook, because they call all of our connections friends, that that has in some ways altered the way that we think about acquaintances. That sometimes what we mean as as an acquaintance, we're referring to them as a friend. And Mm -hmm. that sort of forces or, or sort of puts our brain in a position of thinking of them, people who are simply acquaintances on the same way to people who are friends. And they're not. That's why it's important to be able to, to keep in your mind, like you don't have the same relationship with all of the people in your life. Some people are acquaintances. Some people are friends. Some people are really close friends. And that's, that's sort of an important thing to keep in mind. And in this case, our writer, our listener has the life they want with the people they want. And there's absolutely no reason to pull some, to have somebody else come into that life unless they want them to. And she has to want them to. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's not a situation that, that's, that's, that's good for you. Now, hypothetical situation, this writer has gone to give her number to this person. And her suspicion was correct. She's getting nonstop calls. They're they're getting, you know, all these text messages. They're having somebody dump their life onto them. Mm-hmm. Now, what's the next step? Because I'm block. sure we have somebody block. block. Hey, block. there we go. <laughs> there we go. Listen, done. Here's the here's the difference between us. You don't mind. Don't want to ghost anybody. You want right. to. You want to give this person a chance. But listen. It doesn't sound like a person like that is going to listen to you're saying, listen, it's too much for me, whatever. If they do, they're going to make a scene, maybe that mm-hmm. sort of thing. If you can't get that through, if you can't have the difficult conversation, and we've covered that in a past episode, having those difficult conversations, if you can't have it or they're not listening, you can block them on your phone. And I also want to add to that, too, as somebody who has played nice before and who has just put on like a smile emoji when somebody messages trying to give them a hint. Giving hints do not work. They don't. I just had this conversation with a very dear friend of mine. I do have a tendency to indulge relationships a little bit too much and you're not Mm. doing yourself any favors. So keep yourself safe and learn where the block button is, Jessica. I mean, listeners. (laughs) No, just like, I mean, this is the thing is, is, you know, sometimes we've talked about people pleasing on this show before and how sometimes mm-hmm. we can be people pleasers. And that's that's something that, that is an issue, too. And so we can put somebody else ahead of ourselves. And in this sort of situation, especially if this is somebody that you, you didn't really want to be in, connect, in connection with in the first place, you're putting their needs in front of yours. And we should not be doing that. Remember, say what you need. And what you need is time in your garden and time with your husband. (laughs) And those are always nice. That's right. Yeah. Hobbies and partners. Always good. Did we learn anything? Oh, that's a great question. Did we learn anything? We learned that I'm a bitch. You are never going to not say that any other way 
other than that, that's it's, beautiful. It's fun to say it that way. I can I? How are you Dude, saying it? It's it's two syllables. It's a bitch. Bitch. See, it sounds like you're putting like a bitch. Like you know, you're a bit itch, and then you like bitch. Bitch. bitch, bitch. Oh, there you go. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's okay to be yeah. a bitch. Yeah, it's, it's okay to be okay. a bitch sometimes. You got to do it. All right. <laughs> I'm a big girl. Yeah. Well, you're a big girl. You could be. You could be a yeah. bitch sometimes if you want to be. Listen, it's the the thing that it's just sort of like a reiteration for me is that you don't owe people your time, especially if they're people who are coming into the life that you've made. You don't owe them your time and you don't owe them your friendship. You have the life that you want and you are in control of who comes into it and who becomes, who takes up your time. And I learned that niceties are pleasant. They are, they're good things to have when being cordial in conversation. But if somebody is approaching me, especially virtually, there's nothing impolite about not getting back to the conversation. It's not the same as ghosting. And when we do, I mean, I guess when we block, it's a different form of ghosting. It's protective, right? Because I mean, let's be clear. We, it is ghosting, but you're doing like, this isn't like you're leading somebody on. This is now you've tried to give this person some kind of idea that they're crossing boundaries for you. And if they're not listening, your only option is to block. Absolutely. It is. It is a little form. It's your little bubble of protection. You're allowed to have that. And I think it is time for me to Marie Kondo up my Facebook list. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know been, what? You know what? We could, we could tag team that. I can like, we can like sit down and go through your Facebook and I'll be like, so this person, do they give you joy? Oh my gosh, that is that's a reality show in of itself. And <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be like that big conversation of, well, you know, like we had a really nice conversation a few years ago and like, you know, they're really nice and then Phil's going to have to tell me like, "Jess, come on. Let's no. It comes down to this. <laughs> it comes down to this. Right now, when we say their name, does this bring you joy? And if the answer oh is gosh. no, they go. My family everywhere right now is applauding you right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm not afraid to be vulnerable on this show. There you go. You're not. You're not. No. And I'm very proud of you. Thanks. <laughs> 